Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Dolly Barker. I'm so thankful that you've joined today. I'm I'm praying and believing God that I'm going to shed some light on something maybe that'll help you go to the next level because it's important for the body of Christ to receive new revelation and to grow and to mature. And we all constantly need to do that. You know, the more revelation I get that I share, then I have a harvest. And the next thing you know, somebody teaches me something else. And we just all continue to grow and mature and become powerful and become useful to God and useful for the world. You know, um, the world can just write us off and say that we're non-essential. That is a pretty big slam in the face for the church um, because we literally are the only thing holding evil back, but they don't even know it. But the saddest part of that scenario is the church doesn't even know it really. Um, We're not walking in what God called us to walk in. And some of that has to do with the fact that we've been deceived. You know, so many people believe that You know, it's all for when we get to heaven. Someday in the sweet by and by, you know, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that'll be and all these things. And we've just been taught that for so long. But, you know, I wanted just to mention today that in John 17, 15, um, Jesus is praying and he's praying for the church. And this is right before he's about to go be betrayed by Judas. And he's praying. And in verse 15, it says, I pray not that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from evil. Jesus' prayer, the final prayer he was doing here before Judas betrayed him, you know, this big moment where he was really pouring everything out and really getting real with God about the church and everything that's going on in the world. He said, I'm not praying that you would take them out of the world, but that you would keep them from evil. Jesus's prayer is that you would not be taken out of this world. And somewhere along the way, we started getting convinced that this whole Christianity thing was to be done after we leave this earth and get to heaven. And nothing could be further from the truth. When Jesus himself is praying that we would not be taken out of this world, you know, that get that has to give you a, a thought. Okay, so if I'm here and this is where they want me, this is where the Lord wants me. This is where God put us, you know. This is our dominion. This is our reign. This is the realm that we're supposed to function and be, um, be powerful in. Not heaven. You know, all the scriptures that he's given us are for today. You know, we won't need healing in heaven. We won't need finances in heaven. We won't need good relationships in heaven. We won't need any peace. We won't need peace. We won't need protection. I mean, when we get to heaven, it's that's going to be over. It's all going to be over. And so this entire Bible is written for us for today to help us on this side. Um, you know, God had a plan for us. To be one with him and function here on this earth. Jesus went to the cross and took our punishment so that we could then get born again and live his life. Not our messed up old life. We're supposed to be walking around doing the works of God. We're supposed to be doing all of the things that Jesus did and more. He said, greater works than these are you going to do because I'm going to go to the Father. I'm going to go pay for your sin. I'm going to go pay for this covenant where Adam blew it, you know. They 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 were deceived, but I'm going to go and I'm going to redeem you. 
I'm going to go and I'm going to fix this whole thing back to where you are gods of this world. And when you get that revelation that this is your realm, this is your heir of the world, right? So this is your world. And the Bible tells us that, you know, even when the heathen got together and decided to build the tower to Babylon, the Bible says there was nothing that they could imagine that they could not do if they would just focus and do it. There was nothing that entered their hearts that they would not be able to pull off. And here we are born again, redeemed, completely delivered from the curse And now we've got even the same spirit. We've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. So now we've got the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead literally dwelling in us. And we stand back. And and what does he say? He says, and we're going to die like mere men because we don't know truth. We don't have the revelation. We're not walking in the power that God provided for us. And I want that to change. I want it to change in my life. I want it to change in your life. I want it to change in every believer's life. There is a job for us to do. There is a gospel for us to preach. There is a world that needs deliverance. And we're the ones that have been sent. The Bible says, you know, before you were in your mother's womb, God knew you. He ordained you. You're here on a mission from God. You're literally in this earth because there is a reason for you. If we didn't need you, you wouldn't be here. And you know, when I was born, you know, they told me, well, your mother cried the whole time she was pregnant with you. Well, I had three older siblings and the oldest one was just barely past five. Yeah, she was a little overwhelmed, you know, but I lived in all this, um, I lived with all this pain because I felt like I was not wanted. I felt like I was an accident and I was causing a burden on my family. And God said to me one day, I might have surprised them. You know, that's true. I might have surprised them, but I didn't surprise God. And I'm here because God wanted me here, not because they did. And you are in the right family You have been born the right gender. You have been born the right ethnicity. You have been born with the right giftings and callings and talents and abilities. You are exactly what God created you to be. And the desires that you have in your heart, the dreams that you have, they're from God. The Bible says God gave you the desire of your heart. And so the thing that you desire You know, we don't know exactly what the future is going to hold. I mean, we know the ultimate future that's written in the Bible, but we don't know how it's going to transpire. We don't know the next few steps in evolution of this thing that's going on in the world. We don't know who's going to go to war. We don't know what kind of weather systems are going to come up. We don't know what kind of plagues or whatever. We don't know all the details, but I do know this. I know that God sent us the answer inside his children. I know that we already have the answer. I know we are already equipped. I know that we are already ready to do the job that God has sent us to do. And so I'm confident. I'm very confident in the fact that the body of Christ can handle this situation. I just heard something the other day, and they were talking about COVID maybe being, um, you know, snake venom or something. You know, and I'm not going to get into all this stuff. I don't care. 
But, you know, the last thing that Jesus said before he left the earth was, um, you can take up serpents, and if you drink any deadly thing, it'll not hurt you, and you can lay hands on the sick, and they're going to recover. You know, so it doesn't matter what the enemy throws at you. We have already been equipped. We might not realize it. We might not understand what's next, but that can come so quickly and easily by just getting in the Word of God, spending a little bit of time with God in prayer, you know, going to a church that's teaching what the Lord is saying, you know, and, and, and growing and maturing and connecting with other believers. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden, whenever it's time, you'll know what to do regardless of what it is. And I was talking to some people the other day and we were, we were discussing, you know, what people are called to do. I don't know, but if you have got just a burden, now I'm not saying to be moved by fear. Do not be moved by fear. Don't run around and do a bunch of stuff because you're afraid of what's going to happen. But if you have a strong desire to do something, you know what? Maybe that's God, regardless of what it is. Maybe you think you need to go raise a thousand chickens. Maybe you think you need to go, you know, purchase some high-rise building or something. I don't know what you think you would like to do and what you're feeling led to do. But I'm telling you, whatever it is, it's probably going to be a very good piece to the puzzle when the time comes. Because God has got us set up. He's orchestrated this thing to where the body of Christ is going to win. We are going to have everything we need because it's already here. It's already within us. And as we each person pursues the will of God for their life, as each one of us write down our dreams and our visions and what it is we feel compelled to do, don't try to be somebody else. I love it. My husband preaches He's really a good preacher, but he preaches about stay in your own lane. If everybody around you has to be just like you so that you feel good about who you are, you are messing up everybody around you because of your insecurities. You be you, boo. You go and do what it is you're created to do and let everybody else do what they're created to do. Now, we have to, of course, operate in unity and love and all those things. And whatever God has placed in us is going to all work together for the good of those who are called by Christ. But everybody's not called to the same thing. Some people may, maybe they're called to be a worshiper. You know what? They probably have a desire to learn instruments and write songs and and play music and, and let them do that. If that's what you feel called to do, please go spend a few hours a day at least working on that, developing an anointing, you know, growing growing with that gift and becoming more effective. There's so much power in praise. There is so much power when you start worshiping God to stop evil and darkness that's going on around you. I can't tell you how many times I've stopped something the devil was doing just because I started singing about the blood of Jesus. It happens pretty regularly. There is so much power in that. So if you're called to be a praise and worship leader, oh my goodness, please get with God and do that thing. If you're called to be a business owner, please go be a good one and do it right where you won't get in trouble and embarrass the kingdom of God. Do what you're supposed to do. Handle your business and do a good job at it and become super wealthy Everything that we're going to do with the kingdom of God is going to take money. And we are deceived. Everybody is deceived if they think that that's not the case. 
I love listening to rabbis teach about finances because I think they've got a pretty good understanding about it. You know, everybody wonders why the Jews have all the money is because they're blessed by God. And the Christians got religion somewhere along the way and decided that, you know, it was evil for us to have money, which is crazy because the Bible tells us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And then it tells us in Ecclesiastes, no one is going to listen to a poor man. How do you think you're going to reach the world for Jesus if you're poor when the Bible clearly tells us nobody's going to listen to somebody who's poor? So if you are called into business, please go do it and be successful at it and do it for God and do it for your family and do it for your church. Get good at it. You know, whatever it is, if you are called to be a politician, then be an honorable one and get elected and get in there and do some good. Deliver the righteous we, we will rejoice when righteous leadership is in positions above us. It is a very okay thing for you to do to be in politics if that's the desire that you have in your heart. I'm telling you, whatever it is, stay in your lane. Because you need people around you. Say you want to be a politician. You need people around you who are going to handle everything else. Everybody in your world is not called to the same thing you are. And, you know, a lot of people feel like, well, they don't know what they're called to do, so they run around and try to be somebody else. I get it. Maybe you don't know how to even be a Christian, but you got to be yourself and know how much God loves you and know that God has placed in you the gifts and the talents and the callings. Spend some time with the Lord. Jesus doesn't want us to leave this earth. He doesn't want us to be trying to figure out how we can get to heaven. Now, if you happen to die, please be in faith that that's where you're going. Or if you don't want to die, but but your time is up and God has told you you have finished your course, well, then rapture up out of here like Elijah or Enoch or somebody. Do what you want to do, but all of it's going to take faith. But if you're here and you have not accomplished everything that you feel like God has sent you here to accomplish, then please... Quit planning on getting out of here and start embracing the fact that we're here. Let's turn the TV off for five minutes and work on what it is we're supposed to be doing here. Let's, let's, you know, put some things in order, put some things as a priority. Let's figure out what does God want me to do? And then let's make it happen. I tell you what, you can get connected with, with ministries and people that are going somewhere, that are believing God for things, that are trying to grow and develop and change. I'm part of a Pearls of Wisdom podcast, and I think they post them every Thursday, I think, on, on YouTube and Facebook and all those things. You can watch those kinds of things where there's people that are trying to encourage you on how to obtain your dreams. Your dreams are the things that God placed in your heart. That has a lot to do with your purpose on this life. There are so many good ministers out there who are teaching how to achieve the things that God has placed in your heart. Listen, we're here because we're supposed to have dominion here. We're supposed to restore the kingdom of God back to the same state that Adam and Eve were walking in before the fall. We're supposed to be having some power. We're supposed to be in control. We're heirs of the world, not the devil, not his kingdom of darkness, not the wicked, not the heathen. 
the church of Jesus Christ. And we can do it. We can love everybody and we can evangelize the world and they'll want to be a part of what we're doing when they see us being successful. But it's going to take, it's going to take all of us stepping up and saying, hey, what am I called to do? Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for the Lord because he sent me here for a purpose. And this is the time of our pilgrimage. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that, but this is, this life here is but a vapor. And one way or another, you're going to leave this planet soon. And when you do, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. You did what you were sent to earth to do. Man, that's going to be so cool. It'll be better than anything else that's going on. I promise you that. So listen, I love you a bunch. And I, I want God just to bless you so big. And, and I want you to tune in every week. And we're going to keep putting out these podcasts because I want to encourage you. I want to help you get to the next level. I want to help you accomplish everything that God's called you to accomplish. Because it benefits me and the entire body of Christ for you to shine. Amen? God bless you guys. I will talk to you next time. Bye.